Hi, and welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink beer or wine coolers or whatever alcoholic drink that we have. and this sparkling uh, spiked seltzer. Exactly. Hi. And we talk about the nerdy things that we love while we drink sp- spiked sparkly wine cider. Nicole? It's just water, right? Yeah, it's water. Uh, water with a little bit of alcohol infused water. Yeah. It's, it's water down something. <laughs> well, I'm your host, Matt Tapia. Uh, drinking uh, water down wine seltzers is Nicole. Nicole, things are going up for you a little bit lately? Thing, things are good. Things are great, actually. I got a, got a cool, fancy new apartment in a fancy new neighborhood. I got a really nice new job. Yay! Yay! 2018's been a good year for me. I think we can all, you know, praise Santa for that. I'm sure he was a big contributor. Santa, right? I was just uh, her support. I didn't really do anything. Moral support. He, he couldn't have done it. <laughs> he with, went to without. work on the day we moved. I didn't. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, that that was a smart move. And uh, Cameron has joined us by, by the miracle. Of his teeth. Yeah, it, it almost got exciting. Like you, you weren't there. It was like you were keeping us. Uh, on the edge of our seats. Will Cameron be on the podcast or won't he? Tune in to find out. That's right. You're still traveling. You've got sick children, but the Just two one guys... sick child. Okay. As long as you're not counting Kristen. The other one's she might be sick, sick too. Yeah. Does she joking. listen to this podcast? Or? She doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay, yeah, so she's probably a sick <laughs> child as well. She, in fact, explained to me tonight why she doesn't listen to it, which is that she's not interested in the movies we review. Well, <laughs> I was like, well, moral support. And she was like, yeah, but I'm not interested. Yeah, that that should be like when you're having dinner and she wants to tell you about your her day. I'm, like, right. well, I'm just not really interested in your, yeah, in your the job. Yeah, thing about your day is I'm not yeah. Interested. I feel like if you tell her we had this conversation, she would be interested. Yeah, but in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that this is like she, my take my wife please she, bit. She should listen, um, just like all the other guy girl Santa Paul followers. Right. Uh, this is episode eighteen. And we are now legal. Yeah. What can we do, Cameron? We we're can, we can, we're old enough to buy cigarettes and porn, but we're not old enough to drink. We can vote, too. We can vote. And we can buy guns. We can buy guns. Probably. I feel like you could buy guns before you were 18. Yeah. You can be Depends given a gun, but you yeah. can't buy them. You know who would be able to buy guns before he was 18? Deadpool. <laughs> sure. And sure that, that is uh, the subject of today's film review, uh, Deadpool 2. I'm going to start off with uh, my favorite listing of questions, Nicole. Was it was Deadpool 2 uh, below? Did it meet or it, did it exceed your expectations? I'll, I think it exceeded them. I always have my standards for sequel kind of kind of set low. And I wasn't sure that lightning could strike twice with Deadpool. Because, um, like, how many fourth wall breaking jokes can you make? Or... You know, like, I wasn't sure it would be as funny the second time around. Could you have run out of all the jokes? Yeah. But, um, not. <laughs> they, they changed it up enough a little bit, and there's a good enough story and enough, uh, enough good gags that I, I enjoyed it, and it definitely exceeded my expectations. Cameron? Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I think it didn't really exceed my expectations because I was a little worried that it would be bad, but I had a, mo- I was mostly confident they'd pull it off, um. But I thought it definitely exceeded the first movie, too. I thought the sequel was about a lot better in terms of uh, they had a more fully developed plot. Like, the actual plot in the first Deadpool was pretty basic, you know? Yeah, I, and it wasn't it was even memorable, I don't yeah. think, either. Like, 
Tyler and I had to go back before we went mm-hmm. to go see it, and she was like, "What happened to the first one?" I'm like. I, I don't really remember. I mean, like I know he became story. Deadpool. Yeah, it's but an origin story. If you wrote down the plot points on a sheet of paper, it would be you know, a very small list. Yeah, I just don't remember enough, and I basically just said I don't think it really matters. Yeah, no, but yeah, the the, the both the 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 writing level and the how funny it was and the plot were upped in this movie for sure. I think Santa. What about you? It, it exceeded my expectations. Uh, you know, they they weren't super high, but they because you know it's a sequel and so. But it, it, was, it just needed to be better than the first one, which I think it was. Yeah, so, yeah. and I, and I think that was sort of my barrier as well. It 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 exceeded the expectations because I didn't come in there with low expectations. But like Nicole said, I I was expecting. I I was worried about them being able to extend the joke past what. Yeah. The, like, the first movie was. Mm-hmm. How many want, more times want, can they do the same I didn't want more of the same. Just, yeah. But, okay, there was some more of the same, but it was you, better. You, so wanted, it was, you wanted it to be the same, like, feel the same, but be different. Yeah. You wanted more of the similar. <laughs> well, how, how much did you need to recall from Deadpool 1 to actually enjoy Deadpool 2? I don't feel like that much. Not there was a couple much. of inside jokes that maybe if you remember Deadpool 1, you would have gotten them, but, but, but not... Not really in a necessity to, no. to have watched. I didn't it. even remember if his girlfriend was alive or dead at the end of Deadpool One. Mm. Like I can't Vanessa? remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember if there was a plot element where she got killed. You know, I mean, she was the big. I, I thought one of the bigger parts of the plot in One, and I also feel like in Two as well. I'll get to that a little bit later. But so, what is it about Deadpool? Uh, Santa that is makes it a, a different type of superhero that sort of has this other kind of alternative cult following. It's, it's uh it's just the way he it's either it's it's either he grates on you or he just like you know you 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 relate to him because he he's so irreverent he doesn't care about you know what the status quo is you know and so mm. he's, you know he's all about you know, doing his own thing. Very selfish. Yeah, yeah, but but it but in a in a comedic way, and you know he's even though he does you know he's he, he doesn't mind killing somebody. Right. You know, yeah. But, yeah. But it's, and and Cameron, I mean, with selfishness, probably not a big attribute for quote unquote superheroes. Yeah, he's like an antihero. Like he has a good moral compass macro scale. But like it's very you know he he and Thanos would maybe get along because it's like if you got to kill a hundred bad people to overall make the world a better place like the the he has no moral qualms about killing large numbers of quote unquote bad people to you know to ha- achieve a larger good outcome. So but would he be chaotic good? I'd say chaotic good would be apt. Yeah, Thanos says true neutral then. Yeah, Thanos, I guess, is true neutral. So, wait, if Deadpool is chaotic good and Thanos is neutral, what's chaotic bad? I would actually say Thanos is, uh, like, neutral bad or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Neutral evil? Yeah, neutral evil, yeah. Like, he's dispassionately being evil, you know? I think think you could have an argument there, because he really thinks he's doing the right thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanos or Thanos. Yeah, but but I think Deadpool does as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm thinking about the scene. Um, 
where where he he's with he's the X Men in training or whatever right. it was was it X Men yeah, training, training. Yeah, was training that a shirt training yeah. oh, tra- and you know he's talking down the fire fist guy or whatever and he figures out that basically this place where this kid is living they're abusing him and he just decides to just you know look that's not cool you shouldn't do that so you probably deserve to die deserve to die mm-hmm. x-men would be like we're going to bring you to justice and he's like well i'm, I'm gonna bring you justice right now pow 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 i mean one would argue that chances are those people were abusing the kid and well i think you know in his flashbacks they definitely were abusing him yeah they were shocking him so i mean nicole was it okay then to just you know but go ahead and why, just be the executioner that's why he's a chaotic would, good yeah, right like it's good. he's doing it and then like something that he perceives as justice he broke the but law it's like against murder in it, order to achieve the good end of rescuing the kid in a way, of. it's just yeah. not the right way to go about it, so that makes it yeah. chaotic good. Whereas, like, uh, you know, Thanos, you know, he, he is ambivalent towards the law. You know, mm-hmm. he just has his own moral compass, so I'd say that would be more neutral evil. So another person that's sort of another hero in the Marvel world that is somewhat, I would say, similar is Wolverine, who doesn't seem yes. to have a problem just going on a blitz rampage Santa is 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 the reason why a character like Wolverine and and Deadpool appealing because they are doing what you would rather most superheroes do screw you know moral justice just you know rampage and kill kill yeah well not necessarily just like rampage but yeah take why put the bad guys in in Arkham every time they're just going to get out but that I mean that's part of the you know the comic way you know sure. so you know you can't just kill your your arch nemesis every every issue because then you run out of arch nemesis you, you start running <laughs> out of arch nemesis I, I don't I, I feel like what he's very appealing about is he just he does what I would wish that more superheroes would do and maybe if they did that to Santa's Point Cameron then all of a sudden all their enemies would be would be yeah. done because ultimately Batman probably did, needs to kill the Joker. I mean, he's just—he's not going to ever well, rehabilitate. That's kind of what, what Dark Knight Returns is about. Well, or? I mean, in in the movies, I guess that that's a little easier to do because then you don't have to worry about them coming back. Because I mean, in and even in the first like Batman Batman Returns, I mean, the villains die. Yeah. Uh, Batman Forever, the villains, you know, are, are, did they die? Yeah, I think they. No, though they they end up in prison, and, and they're so campy, you know. So, so I kids. mean. Batman with Michael Keaton, Joker, Joker dies, dies. Penguin, uh, dies. Penguin dies. You th- are led to believe the Catwoman dies. It's left ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, Max Shrek dies. Um, Tommy Lee Jones and Riddler Jim Carrey end up in Arkham. In Arkham, and then Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy end up in Arkham. Yeah, but and then but because but, those but that was all Joel Schumacher. Schumacher yeah, yeah. and it was very like made for kids. And, 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 and Man of Steel. I mean. He, you know, he kills Zod, and yeah. you know, and then Batman or Superman. You know, super, you know, Doomsday dies. So I mean, yeah. They, yeah. In the comics, I mean, in the movies is easier to kill the villain because then you're not you're not expecting them to, to yeah. show up again in a in a later movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't want to have the same villain in a whole bunch of movies, and you know, the idea of like worrying about the reboot is not a thing. But so. the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman, they didn't kill off anybody. All those- well, they didn't want to kill off the Joker. Because they wanted to use him in the third movie. But they also didn't kill off the Scarecrow. 
I guess yeah, well they they killed off uh, who was the real villain? No, no, no. The Rosalind's character. Yeah, yeah Rosalind. But he could have been brought back to life if they wanted to go that route right. with the Lazarus chambers. Yeah, I don't see Nolan doing that. Hmm. So, Nicole, mm-hmm. is Deadpool a superhero movie or is it a parody of superhero movies? Hmm. Asking the good questions tonight, Matt. I asked you the more thinking questions because I don't <laughs> trust Santa and Cameron to answer these kind of things. I think for them, I might actually have to define the word parody. <laughs> I think uh, one of the reasons why I like Deadpool so much is because we're so inundated with superhero movies. And I'm someone that does really like superhero movies, but there's still a lot of them coming out. That it's refreshing to have some movie that takes all the tropes and the mannerisms that make up a superhero movie and just turn them out on their head. So, it's kind of both. It's a, it's definitely a superhero movie. Deadpool's a Marvel superhero. He's been in X-Men and a bunch of different things. Can't really deny it's a superhero movie, but you also can't really deny that it's um, definitely a parody of... Uh, those superhero cliches that we see a lot in movies mm-hmm. and it's not- it's honest and it's funny yeah. about what is ridiculous about a lot of these superhero movies I, one of my favorite ones is you know when he had the you know he got put in the prison or whatever it was that they call it put the call around him and he loses mm-hmm. his superpowers he's dying of cancer and he's like well, just give me a bow and arrow and I'm basically Hawkeye yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. I am, I, am just, that- I have no powers now that you've Taking away my mutation right. abilities. He's not afraid to make fun of everything that's kind of ridiculous about superhero movies. Mm-hmm. And just like you know, this tight, like the kind of you know, plot by plot movie, you know, framework that a lot of the movies have. Like I love how in that same scene, there's the rumble in the basement, and they're like, "Yeah, there's some sort of monster in the basement." That definitely won't come up, you know, later. <laughs> you know, that's not huge yeah. foreshadowing. Like they're yeah. just mm-hmm. sending up the whole thing of you know how, mm-hmm. how they these movies are done you know or the i forget what was the context of it but where he, he talked about oh it was about the uh, uh cables uh wind back yeah. clock that only is going to work for for one more charge it could just be it's lazy, lazy writing, writing. Yeah. yeah lazy so, writing yeah or the one thing that always stood out to me was the superhero landing it's like they're gonna do the superhero landing it's oh, really right. bad on your knees it's yeah, it is it no, they did it in the second one too. Oh, they did. I'm gonna well, do the superhero. Oh, I, I thought yeah. they just did it in the second one. They did it in the first one. They did in the first. Well, he calls it out in the first one. In the second one, he actually does it, and he's like, "Oh, my knees." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a pressure relief valve for like the volume of superhero movies that have come out. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, even if you like those movies, there's things that you're just like, "Man, they do this every fucking one of them," and it's kind of a pressure relief for that, you know. I, I think you have to have a sense of humor about yourself, right? Because, I mean, say what you will about the Marvels movies, there's something very tropic about everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to accept the fact and enjoy it while it's, while it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to be very tropic about superhero movies and it not be fun, you end up with the DC Universe. Which is mm-hmm. just not fun at all. Or you just like, you don't want to go to see those movies anymore, but you know, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we will see all superhero yeah. movies, good or bad. Um, we, we're not biased on any of that. So, uh, Cameron, you had some good thoughts because you, you wrote them in um, before Can't you identified that, that you were. Well, yeah, yeah your, Cameron's hot takes. Mm-hmm. And before we steal them all, we want to give you the opportunity. 
um, to, 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 to go with him. So you enjoyed the bad guy kit. Yeah, he's great. Um, so he. What was his official character's name? Oh, I don't know. Fire, Firefish Fire was his. Firefish. And his. What was his name? Name? Did he have a name? Oh, I, I think he had a name. Jerk off. I don't yeah. know. Firefish was a, is a character in the comics, but not, okay. nothing like that kid. Okay. Is there any relation to the character in the comics to what we saw? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that actor whose name I don't know uh, is also in The Hunt for the Boulder People, which is. <laughs> Made by the same director. Uh, how do you say his name? Taika Waititi. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the guy who directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. Also a funny yeah. book here. And movie. so that guy is hilarious. I think you know he kind of is cultivating some comedy people that are you know in his orbit of movie making. But um, so kid this was, kid was in. He's obsessed with Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So shout out to Hunt for the Wilder People if you want to go see that. That that, that, that was perhaps tale. the most random uh, movie that you had in your bullet points about all that sort of thing. Right. There's um, a lot of like, like if you had to like, there's so many, like, you look at a, a player Ready Player One, a lot of references, throwbacks, but this one I think has a lot even more. Than oh just, yeah. Just because like every every and single it's even thing, more specific. Yeah, right? it was like it, it's the deep cuts. Right, like some of these things. I'm sure there's ones I didn't catch. Oh, oh there's tons, and I want to go through a list of them. I want to get a couple more things. So we talked about how Deadpool always has this connection with X Men, and I'm Santa. Can you explain that? I mean, was he an X Men? Did he not want to be an X Men? Is it is it a constant comic book thing for them? Yeah, to he, be? he never because like. Like there's all the is he is he tech is he immune is he not because he was given the powers through through uh, the Weapon X program right. know, from from Wolverine and so I think he he wanted to be whenever he became a a good guy because he he's, he originally was a bad guy right you know, he would go up against X Force and Cable and then eventually when he started becoming a good guy then he okay well now. You know, I've done the solo thing. I did the team up thing with Cable, so now I want to join the X Men. They didn't want him. Then it was like, okay, how about the Avengers? You know, and then so it was like, yeah, he he became the antihero that everybody loved. Would it be bad, Nicole, if he did join the X Men? Would would it just sort of kind of kill everything that was about him, or or do you want to see an X Men? I had I had Deadpool. the taste exactly I wanted to see of Deadpool and X Men, and that was when he was so pumped and excited wearing his little X Men shirt in Deadpool Two. Then he just fucked it up totally. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what I think is so great about. It. I don't want him to ever join X Men. I like it the fact that he keeps trying out for it, and it just will never work out. Yeah, and he He's just doing... he just keeps button heads with. Uh, the other two Colossus, yeah. Colossus and, and Negasonic teenage. teenage Warhead which is the most badass name yeah <laughs> and so he just like they're they're never gonna make like a good team at all mm-hmm. but I, I do like Colossus's uh, effort Cameron every right. well all, every single movie all both <laughs> movies every you know he he identifies what is great about De- about Deadpool and why they need him but yet uh, Deadpool Consistently lets Colossus down. Yeah, and and Cla- yeah, he was doing well until he accidentally murdered people, or not accidentally, until he chose to murder people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, let him down except for the murdering. 
And Negasonic is kind of an interesting balance to that because while Colossus is sort of kind of hoping for the best, Negasonic's sort of just like, I don't know, I keep trying with this guy, right? Yeah. It's just... Well, she's a typical teenager in that she, uh, you know, is annoyed and too cool yeah. for everything. She'd rather be hanging out with her new girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care, but she kind of does, but she doesn't really yeah. care. Not really. Yeah. But, but she cares enough to be a better X-Men team member than Deadpool. She adheres to their values, she just doesn't care. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of the other uh, X-Men characters, both good and bad, and the the monster at the bottom, I was not expecting Juggernaut Santa. Did, did Juggernaut live up to what you would want him to be in this movie. He was better than he was in X-Men Last Stand. You think so? But it okay. still wasn't just because he was just a CG person. Yeah, he wasn't even an actor. Yeah. There wasn't uh, an actor. Ryan Reynolds actually Are you serious? voiced Ryan Reynolds voiced Juggernaut. No way. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Good for yeah. <laughs> so he was like Well, he wasn't yeah. So. Damn. Um, Ryan Reynolds I, is this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played He's uncredited, but He yeah, played himself. Yeah. I mean, he played Deadpool yeah. from the other Played Green Lantern. Green, yeah. yeah played Brian yeah. Reynolds. Yeah. I imagine that um, he must like Juggernaut also, you know, and, and that's why he picked him as like the super, you know, bull in a china shop. It's kind of like a redemption, movie. like like a web redemption, you know, just give, mm-hmm. give give Juggernaut a second chance, and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, oh, finally Juggernaut's featured in a movie. I don't mm-hmm. think they've ever done this before. And then I googled it to see if that was true, and I then I was reminded of. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, God, <laughs> that was so terrible. I was just waiting for someone to say that line. I was waiting for Deadpool to say, yeah. "Oh, yeah, you're yeah. the Juggernaut, ain't you, bitch?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bitch, or something like that. Yeah, there was no relation to the character in X Men: Last Stand, other than he was. He wasn't. He was way too small too. He was like a little big and red yeah. And, and they had the the they had the, helmet. the big helmet. And, yeah. Um. Did Deadpool two have less or more fourth wall stuff, Nicole? I feel like it had less. But that's had, just me. I think it had a little bit less. Um. There there are some really good fourth wall breaking moments, like right after one Vanessa died. Wait, did he just do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. Is she really dead? The whole opening credits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty good and I appreciated the 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 Infinity War references I thought were pretty good too. Tons of yeah. of well it I don't was, know if it's a fourth wall thing, but so it's an inside joke thing yeah. with Josh were, Brolin and Thanos, right? It was it was a little more it was definitely some subtle references. Yeah. If you consider all the references he was making to other Marvel and superhero, not even Marvel, but superhero IPs, then there was a shitload of fourth wall breaking, if that's all fourth wall. But so let's go through a yeah. couple of them. BuzzFeed actually had an article for it. So we talked about the, you know, give me a bone arrow and a basically hot guy. Uh, a Winter Soldier joke about, uh, about Cable's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was many of those jokes, actually. Uh calling uh josh brolin so dark he must be from the the uh dc DC universe um oh referring to domino as black widow i thought was kind of funny yeah Um, that's good oh all-time favorite because we just love this line hey big guy sun's getting 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I died. I love that. Yeah. That. I hope to hear that as many times as possible. Like, I want them to work that into as many net future movies See, as possible. That is a case where you just can't take yourself seriously. Yeah. Because whoever wrote that line, it, it sounded kind of funny, but after a while, it's just like, seriously ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the Scarlet, not Scarlet Witch, the Black Widow is just. Yeah. Talking old Hulk down with a lullaby. It's yeah. freaking was that ridiculous. the first Avengers or the second? Avengers? I think it was the second, second Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Because it came out of nowhere. It was like, oh, now all of a sudden Black Widow and and you know yeah. Bruce Banner are a thing. Well, they hint- <laughs> they kept hinting at her having her, that those two having a relationship and her and Captain America having a relationship. They're trying to set up two different will they won't they's. So we were talking about Cable and he's also Thanos, Josh Brolin. Is he maybe like one of the biggest reasons for the success of this movie? Again, did, did has Josh Brolin put out two Marvel movies where he was a huge contributor to its overall success just by the nature of how he did his character, Santa? I don't think so. No, no. I think that he it, did well. He did well, yeah, but, but, but but this it, everybody came to see Deadpool and then Cable, which just happened to be there. Also, it wasn't it wasn't like. I mean, I don't think it was Josh Brolin bringing bringing that role to life. That whatever you know, like it was. There are other crusty old men. Who yeah, I mean, they talked about a lot of different people that could have played yeah. it. Like Russell Crowe, I think was maybe up for it or something. Or that would have worked, been, maybe. Yeah, that could yeah. be any other new number. I think Josh Brolin nailed it. Yeah. Um, but if he if it had been somebody else, it could have been fun. It was like it was like I don't I don't think they. I mean, he was how they portrayed Cable was okay. It, it could have been better. He could have, like, r- you know, random shots of his gun floating to him. That could have just been like, oh, he's got, like, some kind of magnets or something. Yeah, it's, he didn't it's show his fanny pack. He didn't show off his powers as, as, as much as he did. are Cable's powers? He's, he's uh, telekinetic. He's the the son of of a clone of Jean Grey and Cyclops. So mm. so he's got, like, you know, telekinetic powers and so telepathy and things. So he's got... Those kind of things, and you know, and he's a he's a genius, you know, so that, uh, like almost part robot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and you know the, the ability to to travel through time and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. well, I I thought he did well, uh, Nicole. I mean, he's a he's a good actor, but he he didn't. I didn't leave that movie thinking about Cable. I suppose. Right. I, I think that's fair. Well, what I also liked though. And this was just me because I remember Josh Bowen from a little film from the 1980s called <laughs> The Goonies. Uh, and I also am well aware of you know his father, James Brolin, well-renowned actor who's married to Barbara Streisand. And they had a lot of in-jokes to Barbara Streisand and Yantel yeah, and all, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So Josh Brolin got a fair treatment of, of what... What Deadpool did for for Ryan Reynolds, referencing his old movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I wasn't they really even, aware of the Barbara Streisand connection with. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know about yeah. that. Well, I mean, you have to put two or two together. Like a uh, uh, gentle that that scene. Yeah, that yeah. Scene sounds very similar to you know. Do you want to go to Snowman, which he also sings later. Yeah, yeah. They use <laughs> the same melody. What's, do you want to build a snowman? Frozen. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, another. Yeah. Inside Still joke. haven't and seen the Goonies. They, well, they he referred to which I thought was just again just perfect. He, he uh, Deadpool called uh, 
cable, you know, you know, hold it there, one-eyed one Willie. <laughs> and I laughed really, really hard. I think I was the only person yeah. that maybe got that joke. I thought that was three people, you know, in their late 30s also laughed at that. Yeah. Time. What was it? Was it full? Because I... I didn't get to watch it with you guys in the theater. It I was pretty full. Cool. Yeah, it was full. Uh, it started getting full, but there, we did have like one guy in the theater just like was really loud throughout. Every, like loud laughing like, or yeah. Well, every reference like he would either repeat it or like I get it. I know that re-, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, was, I didn't really know. Cameron, that. why were you being so rude? Yeah, I'm sorry, Santa. <laughs> I mean, you get for sitting next. Like time. every reference, yeah, I would poke Nicole and like hey, you know, and then yeah. but, you know I, I would, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just. But I do that with my husband. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not oh. to the whole team. Well, Santa's big about that, but he 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 whispers it. He he tries not to be like the show because the show is what we're watching. Yeah. Um, Cameron, you had another great point that I thought was fair when we were talking about kind of about the humor that is Deadpool. It's similar to like a Family Guy episode. Yeah, it's just it's like very non sequitur. Yeah. I, I think that was perhaps the best uh, way that you... If you understand what Family Guy is, then you're trying to sell somebody on going to see Deadpool. I feel like, you know, like, do you like Family Guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, then you like this because there's a lot of these little inside jokes that you just... Yeah. You, you, I think there, there's inside... But, like, with Family Guy, it's more, like, random stuff. This is... Most of the jokes were, if you were... They were cohesive. Well, you... Like, there were, like... Like you know, like I said, deep cuts. And you, if you knew the person involved, you know, like who who who's joking about or to, and then it's like that that that's the joke there. You know, like it's a yeah. random reference that does has nothing to do with the movie, but it's funny because you know if you know that it's person, contextually relevant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's like fa- I mean, it's, I say it's like Family Guy, but really it's like Family Guy if Family Guy was better written. Mm-hmm. You know, like the references aren't just random; they're like contextual mm-hmm. in like not the movie but in like all the things you know they're meta they're mm-hmm. meta they're about marvel movies as a whole comic movies as a whole tropes that you know so cameron you talked about this having a good plot but i'm gonna ask nicole this does deadpool work without his wife vanessa being a part of the film so if she weren't there, would this be as good of a movie? Is that what you're sure, saying? or or just the overall concept about what Deadpool is, and I don't want to lead it to you, but I think Cameron said earlier about how Deadpool doesn't seem to care about anything ever, and I would say the one thing he does care about is his wife Vanessa. He cares about her a lot, but he doesn't know how to be in a relationship, I guess. Right, okay. like he, and also I think there's that argument being made that Vanessa's actually death, right? Well, it, it's so it's the huh. it's the same kind of thing with with Thanos and and Infinity War, and so for whatever for whatever reason, neither one of these uh, companies, Marvel or you know Fox, they don't want to do death as a person because in the comics, both Thanos and Deadpool are cha- chasing after death. Yeah, you know. Uh, so in, in Infinity War, it was Thanos uses Gamora as the as, as in place of death. But, you know, he wants he's in love with her. You know, like you know, not in love. In a father. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He so loves her. Like he a loves father. her, and then and then she's the one in the you know like in the soul gem and stuff. So and now in in Deadpool two, 
it isn't until Vanessa dies that he that he, you know he's tired of being you know basically immortal. He wants to die too. Yeah. And so he, that's you he know can't she's, do it and yeah. be with her. So but she's, also, she's the personification of death in yeah. this in this regard. But also, like if you remember, like after they started dating in the first one, that's when he got cancer. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he got yeah. That's another reason why she's the harbinger of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just uh, and her and her death, you know, pushes his desire to be dead. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately, I, I I think, you know, Deadpool doesn't have I think a death wish. I think he actually enjoys the fact that he can't be killed because it just makes his job as an assassin. He did, he did at one point, and then realized, okay, then you know she'll be there in afterlife, no matter when I do die. So mm-hmm. that's you know, so that's what he. Mm-hmm. What about you, Cameron? Do you does is Deadpool a more sympathetic character because of his, you know, undying love for Vanessa? Yeah, well, because <clears throat> you know, loving somebody's a. Like one of the most relatable, relatable emotions, so you relate to him on that level, and it just yeah, it gives him something to, to you know, care about and fight for. I don't think she's necessary. Like now, I feel like uh, there could be you know some other person in need who could ride you know maybe get him going. Well, now that he's you know had that interaction with uh, you know that kid, where you know. He he, you know, realized he cared about that kid enough to like try and prevent Cable from killing him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's, it's like a muscle. It's, mm-hmm. It gets easier the more the more you use your compassion and stuff like that. You know. Well, I, I for one, I mean, I was waiting for them to figure out how they were going to bring Vanessa back, and I think it was fairly obvious that the 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 time war component that Cable, yeah. Cable has was definitely going to play a part in it somehow. Um, you had to watch the end credits, I guess, to see how much it came into play. Um, but because she was brought back, I, I feel a little bit more optimistic about Deadpool 3. I, I personally feel that Vanessa is a crucial part to, would... to, to caring about Deadpool. Because I think his whole motivation of continuing to live and not feeling depressed about dying has to do with the fact that he has a life to live with Vanessa. But, Nicole? De- Deadpool wouldn't be nearly as sympathetic if he didn't have Vanessa. And, like, if even if you just replaced Vanessa with someone in need or someone in trouble who needed his help, it would just it would just kind of ring kind of hollow. Just, like, he's just an average superhero just trying to help people out. But if it's someone he loves, he's trying to yeah. help out. If, if Deadpool 3 opened up with Deadpool killing the fist fire kid... I, I wouldn't care. That kid was kind of annoying anyway. Yeah, because Wade Wilson is, you know, he's 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 a perv, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. He's also, he was an assassin, so yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. bad he's, person. He still is who he is, you know, except he tries to have a little good in him. Mm-hmm. He still likes begging. Right. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that she's not dead. I think it's more interesting for him to, like, have, you know, a significant other and, you know, have people in his life. Because the whole trope of, like, the the forever alone... You know, super. Everyone who comes close to me gets hurt. Kind of superheroes. But are, are they gonna have a kid now? She Do they have a kid in the comics? I don't know. Does he no, have a kid no, in the comics? No, he, yeah. There's no Vanessa. She, in the comics. she gave or him her ID. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, was, was uh, talking about like the the fervor line. I was thinking like, is Captain America a virgin? Yes. Huh. Hmm. Excellent question. Mm. 
Maybe we'll figure that out in part two of Xfinity. But speculation on Deadpool 3, uh, I mean, maybe they do have a kid, uh, well, Nicole. Do you, or, or, I, do you guys even think there's so going to yeah, be a Deadpool Because Ryan Reynolds yeah. is not on board right now. Why is that? It's, it's, it's out there. He doesn't the, want to do a solo Deadpool movie again. Okay, so it, X-Force. Like, yeah, it would be X-Force, not, not Deadpool 3. So I can That'd get on board for the good. X-Force. Yeah. I mean... Where are those? Well, we should talk about X Force. What happened? In okay, yeah, movie. let's talk about yeah. some, some, yes. of the, some of the funniest stuff in the, you know. Yeah, that was, absolutely. That was some of the best parts of that movie. So the, the Brad Pitt cameo. The Brad Pitt cameo was awesome because I think even though we didn't watch it uh, together, Santa, I think both of us had the same reaction where we turned like, to like, our wife and said, <laughs> yeah. "Like, wait, was that Brad Pitt?" Yeah. I'm like, "That was totally Brad Pitt, right?" And the way I am DB it was. Is he credited? Yeah, oh, it's ready. him. Yeah. It's not like they That's just... That's Brad Pitt. It, it probably would have been cheaper to have Brad Pitt come in and do a cameo than it would be to pay the money to superimpose his face. So there's, there's a story of what, the, what he did it for basically uh, nothing. Uh-huh. And then uh, and his other stipulation was he wanted a coffee hand-delivered by Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Every day? Totally makes no, just sense. the one. Cause just he, once. He was, That's all he, I need. he was on set for one scene, for one second. So Yeah, yeah was, like yeah. literally you're talking about less than an <laughs> hour. <laughs> of yeah. 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 What other... Uh, there was another uh, Ocean's uh, 11 cameo. cameo. Yeah. Matt Damon. Damon. He was in there? I didn't Matt, see Damon Matt Damon was redneck number two. Right? Yeah, the two so remember when Cable, when Cable first uh, comes? Yeah, he, he lands in the like present. So and did not two. notice that. Well, I, I noticed because he didn't say anything. He may have said it like one line, uh-huh. but the most of, the, of it was that other redneck. Uh, Alan Tudyk was the other one. Hence why uh, Nicole said he was Tudyk. redneck uh, number from, two. Uh, Firefly, Wash, uh, oh. and uh and other movies. Yeah, yeah. In, nice. That's the only thing I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in uh, Rogue One. He's a robot voice in Rogue oh, One. Oh, cool. Cool, yeah. And then, what was the... So, it was Pirate Steve and Dodgeball. Uh, <laughs> Rob Delaney... Oh, no. Wait. Matt Damon was apparently Redneck 1. I don't know who Redneck 2 was. So, Rob Alan Delaney Tudyk. was Peter. Which I, 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 Peter was okay, just yeah. the average. Like, yeah, was the, yeah, he was just... I love Peter. Yeah. Well, so he just his had name a great Yeah. That's who he's he been in stuff because, like, they showed his his uh, headshot, his real yeah. headshot, in which he looks very attractive. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a handsome guy. Yeah, he's they, a handsome they put guy. a bad mustache. And I've on definitely him. seen him in other things, but I have no idea what. Uh, I mean, I like I, I'm, I'm looking at his whole it's career like, list, and I'm trying I've to think seen about. Him for sure. Did they want Ron Swanson in that role or something? Or even funny, yeah. <laughs> I think they wanted Ron Swanson because yeah, that's what I thought it was. Nick Offerman. That would have Nick actually. Offerman, I think yeah. that would have taken me out of it. I like that he's an actor that has definitely been in stuff, but that I don't know him as Ron Swanson. You know. Like, I mean, I'm going through the movies. There's Catastrophe, Burning Love. Oh, that's what I know him from. Key and Peele. I've watched a couple episodes of Catastrophe. Yeah. It's okay. Don't you know? It's not the right <laughs> about. Uh, I. I, I, I honestly thought he was going to live. Uh, Terry Crews is Bedlam. He's played like the tough-ass, mm-hmm. you know. He was one of the guys in uh, that movie we watched. Oh, training Day. Training Day we watched. He was in The Expendables. Day. He was in Training Day? He was one of the, the, the hood guys. Uh, yeah. 
Was he also like in Gone in? Was he the detective in Gone in sixty seconds or something? Maybe talk about Terry Crews. I mean, he's yeah. been in so many things. I mean, he was Hector Camacho, Superman, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I did appreciate the fact that they got some pretty good actors to. What were his superpowers in this movie? Uh, Bedlam. Be- yeah, Bedlam. They didn't really because they didn't really do much because like they didn't really show their powers. Mm-hmm. They just said what they did. Yeah, and then and then they flew out of a plane and then they died. And that wasn't always even the case. You know, like Shatterstar said his powers were being better than you. Which, to no. be fair, they they knew what they were getting into. I mean, no, yeah. Domino said, like, whoever it was, is the, the wind's kind of picking up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. These, are, these are some so, high winds. Domino, I think, is a fantastic character because what if your superhero was Locke? That's really all you need, right, Cameron? Yeah, yeah I mean, she's... she's as far as we can tell in this movie, is basically immortal. You know, that's a pretty yeah. hefty superpower. You know, it, it's it's saying that you're immortal, Nicole, without actually saying you're immortal. I mean, and Deadpool all... said it made for some really great cinematic shots when she's just like running through yeah. traffic and mm-hmm. stuff blowing up behind her, dodging bullets. Yeah, things. having the confidence to be like, well, I need to get out of the car, but I need to drive the car. Well, fuck it. I'm just gonna let the car drive and hope that yeah, everything works She said, works "I need a bus fine. to get all these." Or some, how am I gonna get all these kids out? And then a bus just like yeah. Some gruesome scenes and the whenever they're killing all the the people and the the nurses in that school. It's like yeah. it, it made it made it like it was like a Saw movie basically. Like yeah. at that point. Was, Anything so, else we want to say about X Force? Oh, just in the comics, is Domino's superpower also luck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is she considered to be like a very powerful mutant because of that? Or I don't know what she because she's she's lucky and then she has she's great with weapons, so guns and stuff. But yeah, she, you know, literally. I'm glad they didn't emphasize that in this movie because, right. like, if she's just some mutant, you know, who lives in New York City or wherever this whatever city they're in, you know, an average person doesn't have. <laughs> Sophisticated yeah. weapons expertise, you know. It's like if you're so lucky, how won't you play the lotto? Mm. Maybe yeah. she does. Maybe yeah. she's rich. They, yeah. they never specify. She's Maybe she's yeah. so rich she can just Maybe hang not out. Get and... into her backstory. Yeah. Um, I like that actress though. She was cool. Is I there any significance to Deadpool's daughter or any of that? Deadpool's daughter, who? No, not Cable's Deadpool's daughter. Cable's daughter. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, not in not how they portrayed it in the movie because uh, because his he his daughter was a different name okay which then bit I don't know it's kind of there's in the comics there, yeah there's significance to a, a a character named Hope but right yeah so but so, I don't know what's his daughter's name in this movie but in, in X Force will Cable be like there. Because it used to be Cable and, and, and Deadpool were sort of they were you enemies, know, enemies yeah. but but now it seems like we're all on the same page and you know really they don't like each other but they'll work together kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. When does Forge come into the mix? Because he and Cable <laughs> are tight, right? Forge was an X Factor, and Forge has never like been involved in any of the movies. I've never seen him in any. In yeah, I'm thinking more of the cartoon because in the no, cartoon, no. Forge is who. No, Forge is helping Bishop, not Cable. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Before it tells goes back in time. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Um, Getting my future time travelers confused. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I'm going through a list. There was a McRib joke, which yeah. I enjoyed. I looked at you yeah, in the theater. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I was like, do you remember what that not? was? It was like, why isn't the rib available all year wine or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think they threw in a good Jared Kushner joke in there, yep. which I always appreciate. So there was a... 
uh, Taylor Swift, uh, grams and stuff yesterday. Uh, there's a scene where uh, whenever he gets taken to the X mansion, where he's wearing a shirt of Taylor Swift's cats. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> we saw that. That's died. great. I was like, now I know what to get. Santa he's like, I need to get that shirt. It's, yeah. it's his, yes. uh, best so, friends wait, per, wait. forever. He, he's married to Ryan Reynolds. Is married to Blake Lively, Blake Lively. and Blake Lively and Tay Tay are all. Tight, right? So, they're, and that, and their girl squad. squad. But that shirt, uh, 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 my fr- work friend Dave told me about that. That shirt was actually in a movie that Ryan Reynolds was in with Anna Ferris called Just Friends. Oh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, where he he plays like the like, a, like the overweight yeah. high school kid. Oh, that's not Anna Ferris. That's yeah. Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Not that it's yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. So I have a list of some other actors that were considered for cable. Ooh, okay. They're pretty I, interesting. Yeah. I mentioned Russell Crowe. I think that was one. What were the other ones? Dolph Lundgren. Yes, Drago from Rocky IV and The Expendables. Mel Gibson. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that would have been terrible. Mel Gibson doesn't look anything yeah. like him. Well, I, I just... I, yeah. I, 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 I'm I not ready to accept Mel Gibson back. Yeah, back yeah. And I have to feel like there was at least one like anti-Semitic or Jewish joke that probably wouldn't have played that well with with huh. with Mel Gibson and Deadpool too. He there had been. He at never least apologized one. for any of that crazy shit he did. Like he just laid low for a decade, and I, now it's like I, people are kind of. So I, I, I watched too. I watched yeah. Expendables three uh, over yeah. the holidays, or not holidays, like a month or two ago with my father-in-law, and I was just like, okay, I can tolerate this, but that's about as much as. I can tolerate with Mel Gibson yeah. is playing this kind of a bad guy. He would have been a terrible pick. Pierce Brosnan? Ooh. Too small. Yeah, he's, he's not doesn't have the build for it, but I I, he, I like him as an actor. I wouldn't have... He, here's, my, here's my personal pick right here because uh-huh. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Oh. David Dirk Harbour. The, the guy who plays the sheriff. Yeah. Mm. That Too fat. Been... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Too young. No. Uh, Ron Perlman? Yeah, yeah, I could yeah, do that. Sure. I the thing is, I I feel like um, uh, oh crap, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, who do I watch? Josh Brolin? Brolin. Yeah, I feel like Josh <laughs> Brolin is a better actor than these other people. Really. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Alec Baldwin. No, I can't yeah, take him seriously. No, he's just, yeah. he's gone too much the comedic route now. Sylvester Stallone. No. You want to be able to he's understand? Way too old. It, it, and it would have overshadowed Ryan right. Reynolds. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, you, I don't, I don't think he would overshadowed. He would have. It's like, really tough for Ryan Reynolds, and and Stallone's already supposed to be the the other guy in Guardians just, of the Galaxy. Yeah, Starhawk, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. also like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel I think of him as kind of a lunk. Like Cable's supposed to be a genius, and like mm-hmm. you know, and you know, articulate, and like you know, in addition to his badassness, whereas like. Feel like Stallone and we're like, yo, Madora, she was killed by fire. I don't know. Like, yeah, Stallone's doing another. He's doing that. another Escape from Prison movie. He's like, <laughs> how many of those has he done? Well, he's, he did. Well, he did. Well, I, do we want to cap? No, Demolition Man. He, he got well, let the, out. Well, not necessarily uh, even uh, a, just Red, a, not necessarily uh, just even Escape from Prison. Just like prison type movie. And he's like, and this one's like a future prison where he's got to like. Like where they 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 basically have Fight Club in it. So yeah. Like, oh, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Then you do like a prison movie with like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Escape Plan or something. I don't something remember like that. anything of like we saw that preview or an ad or something for it, but it was just 
So bland. All right, I'm going to go through a couple other references that I found funny, and, and feel free to shoot out any other one-liners. Uh, this was a callback from Deadpool 1, where he told, uh, is it Albert? What's her name? Uh, the Blind Blind Owl. Yeah, blind Owl. Blind Owl. Yeah. Blind Owl it's like, you know, if I don't come back, there's... Two kilos of cocaine and the cure for blindness underneath, you know, the rug and the floorboards. <laughs> and after Vanessa dies, he's going on this bender and he comes back and he gets the two kilos. And you may have missed it. There was a little box that had the sign that said the cure for blindness. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant because I didn't remember that reference from the first movie. Well, even if you didn't remember, yeah, you remember funny. that yeah, Al still... was blind. Yeah, yeah, it's still funny. Um, I thought that was good. I love that every time, for just kind of randomly, every time she pulled out her gun, it was pointed in the, in the <laughs> wrong direction. Yeah. I, like, I thought that was a nice little touch. I also feel like, you know, every time I watch a Deadpool movie, all two times, uh, I, I feel like I, I gain a new slang term, and the term jail wallet yeah. uh, is, is up there in my yeah. new... Especially when it got delivered by the kid. Yeah, the he, even he, he even joked about that. Like, you know, Urban Dictionary. I think he mentioned Urban Dictionary in, in, in the oh, movie. you needed to bring a lot of Urban Dictionary. Uh, if I saw anybody pull out the cell phone, I'm like, you're Urban Dictionary and that shit, right? Because I don't know, understand what you just meant. Uh, Jail Wallet's one of my favorite. Any, any ones that we didn't mention for you, Cameron? I think we covered all the ones I can think of off the top of my head. That was what I was uh, kind of somewhat joking about earlier. It was was like with this kind of movie is like I almost want to see it again but but the second time like have a little notepad, notepad. And, yeah. and just just like start like jotting stuff down it's like it's like how do movie reviewers do it I mean, right like, there was the also the uh what we can't afford to have somebody from the X-Men to oh, show up okay. like the whole that. mansion is yeah. empty so that that's another thing that was a uh so that scene where when you see Beast close the door, yeah, that was actually the X Men that's going to be in the next movie, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix. They they shot a scene where they're closing that door. You know that that's so, actually so, so they didn't really like go out of their way to film no, an extra so that's thing. actually B roll a... from a future movie. It's not yeah, they it, cut it in. Yeah, right? it's actually it, no, well they, really they did it. it for the movie. <laughs> they did it for this movie. Oh, okay. So, okay yeah, okay. so it's James McAvoy and all them. Yeah, I so, saw. I yeah. could tell it was. Real, I yeah. thought maybe it was like literally I, I thought, a I shot was, from that movie. I thought it was like fake. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like like you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too fast. Or they just like Brad Pitt. They're like, can you come in for like one hour and we'll knock this out? Yeah. It was too fast for me to see all who was there, cause, so I, I could see that James McAvoy was there. I saw Quicksilver there, and I saw the... the yeah, I saw Quicksilver and the And Beast. I saw Beast, but I couldn't tell what actor was playing it. I, I couldn't tell if it was maybe Kelsey Grammer it looked like it looked, He looked big. So yeah. I, that's why I thought it was Kelsey Grammer, but I, it probably was the whatever the new guy was. So in X-Men First Class, there's a guy who plays Beast. Yeah. Has he been in subsequent mu movies? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't know yeah. his name. I don't know. I haven't really paid attention yeah. to uh, what he's done. So. I never saw uh, Apocalypse oh, either, uh, so... What about you? Any other random scenes that you like, Nicole? I, I mean, I, I'm sure you appreciated the Basic Instinct, baby, oh. baby, like penis flash. Have you seen Basic you like, Instinct? You didn't, no. She or, didn't get that reference. Well, did you even like the the baby penis flash? I'm not. I'm never gonna like a baby penis flash. <laughs> <laughs> why would Safe I? Safe answer. Why Safe would answer. Why would I like that? 
Well, or, or <laughs> find it, not like it, there, but find it humorous. <laughs> um, I, I, it was definitely pushed the envelope. I, I'm sorry. I didn't want to <laughs> fill somebody in who that is scene, basically. You got a new job. I don't want to get you in trouble. But I'm any a... other scenes that, or callbacks or funny no, lines um, that we cover I liked, all. Uh, I liked every time Yukiko was on the screen. Yeah. Hi, Yukiko. <laughs> yeah. Which is the first, isn't that the first, like, openly gay couple in a... Yeah, yeah, super, yeah that was, that's the whole thing now, and it's like, what, you know, was it, everybody's trying to debate, was it was it good, was it bad, you know, but it's like, you know, they, it, was, they don't it just is what it is. Yeah. It was yeah. just a normal was like, relationship. Was it forced, yeah. was it pandering, it was like, I mean, nobody, I mean, it was like, I mean, why are you pandering? anymore, because yeah. everybody's doing it. Yeah, so well, like, somebody made the conscious choice to write the dialogue, but in, in the context of the scene, it's not forced, this, you know... You know, other person shows up in the room, and she's like, "This is my girlfriend." Mm-hmm. It's not ever brought, other than that they're together. It's not ever brought up again. It isn't a plot point. You know, Deadpool may have made a joke, and I just missed it. But I don't, I don't he recall he made it. any joke about their relationship. Well, he also didn't say, "Oh, that's so good for you." Yeah, he, he, it was just like a or a any fact, other sort of he made yeah. a homophobic, derogatory no, statement. No, make yeah. which would have been totally within Deadpool. T- yeah. He made a joke about how I don't see why anyone would want to date you because you're such a like depressing emo teen. Right. Right. That's, Which has yeah. nothing to do with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, to do with their personality. So. Yeah. I, I feel like since it hasn't, since this is the first time, you can't say it's a bad thing. Because if it's a bad thing this time, then it's like, well, when, when and how are you ever supposed to yeah, say this like, is it, my girlfriend? You know? It's not like they like threw it in your face. Yeah. It. Well, it's not like they were making out or like you know doing any mm-hmm. hey shit you know like. It just it's it it would didn't really been matter that much. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> no. oh, I'm, I'm great, glad Negasonic well, teenage warhead has a right girlfriend. It's just, it just a cute little woman, like hi, Yuki. And like, and, <laughs> and I do think she was she was funny. I mean, she was just like he's just like you know, out of all the terribleness that's coming through, it's like it, hey, Deadpool, hi. It felt like it fit in. It didn't feel like it was like shoehorned in or. Yeah, and you know, Deadpool was like, yeah, hi back. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, all right. Well, I think we went through the whole list. So let's get to the star ratings. Scale to one to four. Cameron, go. From the four, I thought we were doing one to five. Wait, I can't yeah, remember. It's one to five. No, 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 wait. I five. thought I got it right this time. Yeah, it's always one to five. It's always one to five. I need to write this shit yeah. down. Because <laughs> I always, like, I, I, I usually start off by asking, like, because Santa's really good about keeping score, and I always say, do we do one to no, four, I one to five? And I, mean, I, I felt like it was four, but now, okay. It, I know we have Infinity War a lot more than four. Right. I mean, Nicole ranked Wonder Woman 32. So. <laughs> yes, that has the highest rating it's of the highest all of the Girl movie. Look, I just got history. so excited watching that movie. Hey, it's it's in the official record book. <laughs> all right, Cameron, one to five. Uh, I'll give it a 4.4. I can't, can't remember what I ranked Thor Ragnarok, but uh, I feel like this was at least as funny as Thor Ragnarok, but Thor maybe like. Thor, Thor had a different angle, you know. There's slightly, there are different tones, but it was it was really good. And and I uh, think I'm ranking movies that make me laugh high these days because uh, you know we could all use to laugh a little more with right. <laughs> all the shit that's yeah. going on in the world. You know, I'm gonna go with a four. I think that's a lesser rating, also the Thor Ragnarok. I think that's as far as superhero movies that we've covered in the past. 
that's the best comparison as far as just it's just a humorous movie mm-hmm. and it's really hard to have a a a very comedic movie have a have a you know really high rating so i feel like giving it a 4 is about the ceiling when it comes to comedies uh, of this nature i can go higher on a dark kind of comedy but mm, this really wasn't very dark so i'm going to go 4 Nicole? I, I agree with you. Straight four. It's a solid movie. The casting was great. Everything was good. It just didn't climb over the the four for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa? That's all. I mean, a four. Yeah, that's... Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> we can all be accused of copycat. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really good movie. It's not... I mean, if nothing else, it's not like on the scale of Infinity War. Like, just so much more... It's a fun movie. And when yeah. we're talking about some yeah, of the other movies we've watched, it's about moving the plot forward. Right. I mean, let's talk about Infinity War, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, even the DC movies we saw, Wonder Woman. It was a, Every movie was about putting the plot forward... This doesn't really no, matter. It's if, if they don't do another Deadpool movie, movie, yeah. yeah. I hope a, they do, but... I but, like the idea of an X-Force but, movie if they're going to have yeah. Josh Rowland come back. This yeah, is I one, think that's going to be the biggest thing is whether Josh Rowland wants to do Cable again because they can't have X-Force without Cable. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm uh, I'm kind of excited for when the Blu-ray is released because I think some of the special features on this will be really good. Definitely. Especially if there's like a nice narrated point out everything. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I hope that Ryan Reynolds is a part of that. I, I feel like he was the key to all of this. Uh, I really do. I feel like Deadpool mm-hmm. wouldn't be what it is today without Ryan Reynolds. And I also even find it more funny that he was Deadpool in that that, that Wolverine movie a long time ago that he yeah. just redeemed himself and he recognizes how terrible Green Lantern was right. and he gives give the finger to DC for fucking up Green Lantern as much as he did because I mean I, I, I like Ryan Reynolds he's a great actor yeah. I, I feel like he could have made Green Lantern cool if they I'm had sure some decent writers over at DC there's, there's, a, good, uh, there's a good back and forth going, going on right now with the uh, because there's a Teen Titans Go movie coming out that, and the villain is Deathstroke, who is Slade Wilson, which is the character that preceded Wade Wilson as Deadpool. So, <laughs> if, if, if they're going to do Green Lantern in DC Universe, they got to do the um, not the white version, the black guy, the black guy version, John Stewart. John Stewart, yes. Uh, otherwise, I mean, yeah, I just I'm, I'm just going to keep on seeing Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> As, as, well, and as I mean, they're, they're they're just clawing at you know they're grasping at straws in the DC universe. I don't know. Mm. What is our next DC universe movie? I know we got one coming There's up. Aquaman. 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 Aquaman is in that like this December. Year? Yeah, it's in like December or November. I haven't heard anything about that. I mean, you know, Jason Momoa's in it, and it's going to well, be it's, it's Aqua Bro. I mean, so yeah. yeah. I don't know. If it's gonna. It, it, it would be stupid for them to do a origin story. But then no, it would also they, be stupid for them to do a story after Justice League because then it's like, well, I, okay, maybe it's going to be him going back to Atlantis and and 
and resolving that conflict that got started in, in Justice League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, nobody cared about anyway. So mm-hmm. um, The fish people are angry with one yes. another. Yeah. yeah so. More at 11. Yeah. No, Aquaman <laughs> right now is the very last movie on our list for 2018. So get ready to be disappointed. Just like a bad Christmas present. Maybe, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe. It just doesn't seem like, like a guy who can carry a movie by himself. Like, him as Khal Drogo, like... The reason that was interesting was because of the, you know Amelia Clark's. You know, I I think they have character. to treat Aquaman like they did Thor is make him comedic and yeah. and throw in an extra DC universe person to help bounce him out. Yeah, there has to be somebody else in that movie. So he's a sidekick of some sort. It's gonna be Wonder Woman. I mean, she's the only one that. I mean, unless but, but, but unless they can't Wonder Woman. What about the, the what red-haired about? woman he married? What about Sebastian the Crab? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what about Ariel? The what, well, that, like, but, like, that's the thing that that Disney or Marvel can draw from is like they they have other properties. Like Warner Brothers doesn't have much to you know they can't just like rent you know throw yeah. things I'm in there. Super yeah. twin powers activate. That's Maybe the Animaniacs will be <laughs> conscious. But on the bright side, you know. Just this week, we got another movie we're gonna see. Yes, in two days, uh, or one day, depending on when this drops. Solo. Solo. I have super high expectations. We're not going to see it two days from now. It's next Thursday. We're seeing it this Thursday. Yes. (laughs) I thought it was next Thursday. No. Mm. Oh, you got yeah. All right. Uh, anybody listening in the Nashville area, we have a free <laughs> ticket. Reserve seating is reclining. Uh, you get to hang out with the Guy Girl Santa panel minus Cameron and Mrs. Tyler. So, yeah, I think it's 7 p.m. or somewhat start. I'm very excited. I've tried to avoid spoilers as much as I can. I think it's going to be an awesome movie. I have decided that I actually think that Chewbacca is one of my favorite top five characters in Star Wars, and I hope it doesn't disappoint. I know. Santa's looking at me like I'm insane, and I just no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you say top five characters. I mean, how many characters are there? Where seven? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Chewbacca. And Chewbacca, like. yeah. So everybody from the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the top five of those five. Well, he, you know, he has to emote so much. I feel like his, uh, he's like the group of Star Wars. Yes, yes. I feel he, like it's an unfair comparison because we have to wait till the last of the sequels. It's. I, I, I think America and the world is hungry for a backstory of Solo, and I think we're going to finally get it, and I, I don't need, think they're going to mess it up. I need a good Everything that heist I've seen, movie. Yeah, what, what's that? I need, I need a good heist movie. This yeah. this might be a heist movie. What, what, what was a heist movie? And if, it's, an, if well, it's not a good heist movie, the <laughs> following another, week is Ocean's 8, and it's another heist I'm movie. I'm really interested to see how Amelia Clark does in this movie, because I think she's a good actress. Uh, I'm not... Sure, I can't think of what. Oh, she's been in like rom coms on the big screen. I'm, I'm somewhat interested, but it is not a deal beggar for me. I think she'll be okay. I think Woody Harrelson will be okay. Yeah. I, I, I just need the guy, Emerald, whatever his name is, the guy's playing solo to be solid, yeah. which he seems to be Umbra solid. Yeah. Uh, I need Donald them Robert. to do honor to the Jubaka character, mm-hmm. and I need Childish Gambino, and that's all <laughs> I need. Apparently, so the review I heard said that they wouldn't be shocked at all if the next thing to come out is a uh, 
a Lando uh, movie. Or a Lando movie. Really? Because they thought Donald Glover did a great job. With so that. the theories, I've only heard that one, but the other theories I heard was they want to do the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, which maybe. I think is actually oh. a mistake. But yeah, if they want to do it, they should do it. They should do it while they can still get uh, Ewan McGregor to do it. And if they can't get Ewan McGregor to do it, then I just wouldn't Don't do, do it. it. And the other one, I think, is Boba Fett, which Tyler thought was like ridiculous. Like, who is this guy? I'm no. Like, but that's, that's why he's so America cool. needs a Boba Fett movie. I'm not sure if there's enough meat on that chicken. We can, they can make they can make it. Really the he's such a mysterious character. If they had tied him to the Han Solo movie, that would have been perfect. But maybe they, they, they will. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe they will. Yeah. 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 Alright, well, uh, soon to be reviewed in the next episode, um, but that's all we have for tonight. Uh, we hope that you will tune in for episode 19 for Solo. Otherwise, this is Matt, uh, Nicole, Santa, and Cameron uh, chiming out for episode 18, Deadpool 2. Go see it if you like to laugh at parody superhero movies, Deadpool 2 is for you. That easy to the doubts that complicate your mind.